When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy House podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Sunset Tim. Thank you so much for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Small. How are you feeling today? I'm in an amazing mood today. I actually there is nothing that prompted this. I feel like maybe it's because I had a good night of rest. Okay. But I woke up. Ready to serve my community today. Ready to show up and create. How are you? I'm good. I got the same energy. I woke up um, in a very good mood. Very balanced mood. A very humble, very grounded mood. Mm. I feel unshakable. I feel like, you know, whatever comes, I can handle. You know, that old saying, they say, he never put too much, he never put more on you than you can handle kind of thing. I feel that today. So whatever come my way here in life, in a couple, in the upcoming weeks and such like that, I'll be ready for. I feel that. I love that. I swear that you don't put no more on you than you can bear. But sometimes be like, are you sure? (laughs) Got the wrong bitch, didn't you? Ain't this strong? (laughs) How is everybody doing? On the cubes. Did I catch you off guard? You did. I showed. Yeah. Yeah, from the cubes. From the cubes. What's shaking? Take a moment to check in. Keep it a buck. Keep it a stack with yourself. How you doing? One way or other, it, one way or another, it is okay. Just take a moment to think. Check in with yourself. Okay. What are we rapping about today? Today, we're talking about the fear of being seen. Mm-hmm. This is a conversation that you and I have all the time about ourselves and just about a lot of talented people that we know that suffer from the fear of being seen. Yeah, this is more of a, um, I think a lot of people had this con- this conversation, but it'd probably be eternally with themselves. Mm. It ain't usually something that you even share with other people. Yeah. That you're scared of being seen. Mm-hmm. I always wonder when I hear you're scared of being seen, I'm like, you're scared of being successful almost. Yeah. That's what the one thing that comes to mind when I yeah. say it. So what does being seen mean to you? To me, being seen means being perceived mm-hmm. as well as being vulnerable and having an, an intimate connection with other human beings. That's what being seen means. Yeah, to me. To me. I feel you. I feel you on that. What it mean to you? Being seen means that your space is visible. Mm. Like the space that you take up is visible. People see you. People hear you. Um, your voice not only travels, it like has a destination. It lands somewhere. Ooh. Stop it. Mr. Poetic. Stop it. You know, uh, being seen is like being present. Mm. You got to actually be present to yeah. be seen, yeah. be active. Yeah. Being seen is like you also like accept 
a level of responsibility. I feel like there's a level of responsibility that comes with being seen that yeah, there's never spoken about, but it's always there. Agreed. If you are there, people can see you, then you are responsible in some type of way for what's going on mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, being seen is just just to be present. People see the space that you take up. I agree with that. And we're going to get into this a little bit later, but when it comes to being seen, there are different layers and different elements that come along with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll dive into those in a few minutes. But why do you think somebody might fear being seen? Like I like I said at the end, like the responsibility of yeah. being seen. A lot of folks just don't want that at all. Um, like I said, it's a level of responsibility. So we'd rather like go into camouflage mode than accept that responsibility. Yeah. If and I know a lot of it is not on you, right? You can't control it all, but if you are there, then actively you feel like I gotta do something. Yeah. You know, if there's a crisis that happens or you see something you ever been like, oh, I got I got to get in there. I got to help. I got to go do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's that responsibility amongst like all beings that if I see it, I got to do something about it. If I see it, I got to say something about it. Yeah. I've now hold a responsibility because I'm actually present and I saw it go down. Yeah. So I think a lot of times that's one way we fear being seen. We don't want the responsibility of having to do something. Yeah, I agree with that. I think another reason why we may fear being seen is because we care too much about what other people will say, will mm. think. We, we care about how we're going to be perceived. And the scary part about being seen or being perceived is that you really can't control that narrative, right? Mm. Like I have my way that I perceive myself. But the way you perceive me may be totally different. And there's nothing I can really do or say to control how you perceive me. Yeah. So I think that's an element that comes with like being fearful of being seen. Like I regardless, like people gonna see me how they wanna see me. Mm-hmm. And I think that on its own can be scary. I don't know why I thought of like me when you was younger, you used to always get called Miss Thing at all your jobs. Yes. No matter what. Literally to this day, I'd be like, what did I even do? What I did like, you do? <laughs> what did I even do to deserve it? Like, you did your job. You come home and be like, they call me Miss Thing or whatever. And you'd be like, you just did your job confidently. You didn't tell nobody else what to do. You just did your job with confidence. And then, like, and the thing about it, even having this conversation with you now, you're saying, oh, I did it with confidence. In my head, I just did it. Like, yeah. there was with no, I was just being me and I just did it. Everything you do is usually done with some level of confidence. Me? Yeah, for sure. They, they, they go there, like, how you perceive yourself kind of thing. Again. Yeah, it's crazy because I don't really see that within myself. Yeah, I get it. And I think. People don't be wanting to give up their invisible card either. Mm, what do you mean by invisible? Invisible card? card's like the invisible man. Like the invisible man can go anywhere he wants to. He can be anywhere at any time. And like he can hear everything that's going on, but no one can hear him. But no one's invisible. Well, we can we can often try to go invisible as possible. We lay in the cut as possible, as hard as we can. Yeah. Like people try to be the invisible man all the time. Because, I feel that. I, I understand that concept. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the worst part is if, he, if he's ever discovered, like say there was an invisible man in the room, you accidentally step on his toe and then he becomes visible. He got some explaining to do. Like you got some explaining to do. <laughs> and I think we run away from that because 
if you in that room as the invisible man and now they can see you, you have to explain how you got here. Yeah. Ooh. And I think a lot of times we don't want to do what it takes to get there. So we'd rather just be invisible in that room mm-hmm. than actually be seen taking up space. Yeah. In that very room, that same room. I agree. I agree. Another thing is that, like, just hearing you say that, we may think that in the process of being seen, that other people won't actually see the real us. Yeah. They see something different. They perceive you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, And another thing, like, the complete opposite of that, we may fear that people will actually see who we are like you know sometimes we can like feel like a fraud in a sense yeah yeah you you don't want light in the wrong places yeah you know what i'm saying it's like one of them things um paparazzi or whatever catches you know such and such coming out of the hotel with such and such they weren't supposed to be on camera we took the back door out like we didn't want that exposure the camera wasn't supposed to capture everything like we all got a layer of our being that we keep to ourselves we yes. rarely let it out to anyone let yeah. alone the entire goddamn world right gonna find this out yeah it's something that we preserve mm-hmm. yeah so i feel like we think that people might actually like figure us out like shit oh they they oh, yeah. figured me out oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's some funny shit to get figured out for the people a lot of times we'll have a great fear that, that someone's gonna actually see me as a great artist Someone's mm-hmm. actually going to see me as that because we don't know what we're going to be once we become that. Mm. Like, if I become a wealthy person, I don't know how I'm going to act. Yes, yes, yes. Because even, like, to add to that, I think sometimes we don't want to see ourselves because we'll realize that who we are now is so much different than what we used to be. Yeah. And, like, I, I think I talked about this on last week's episode, maybe even the one before that. When who you are now is different and doesn't align with the person that you used to be, it can be a scary space and you can feel like you don't really know yourself. So we kind of like... Preserve ourselves. Preserve ourselves, but also we run away from ourselves. Mm We hide from ourselves so we don't actually see who we are. So we don't have to deal with the change within us head on. Yeah, I think yeah, I agree with that. And a lot of times we be wanting to stay safe too. Yes. We wanna keep ourselves safe. Where we are now is like it's comfortable. Right. It's safe. Exactly. It's predictable. Yes. We always know what's behind door number two. Yeah. And we like we cling to that. We often pray for things that scare the shit out of us a lot of times. Mm. But that's a good sign though. I feel like ultimately if what you pray for, your dream, your vision is that big. Then Playboy, you on the right track. Yeah. Yeah, if it scares you that much of what you might become because you don't know who that is, we unknowingly don't really know that person. Or we might actually know that person, but we just kind of don't know how other people are going to feel when we become this person. Mm, You know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to get out there, kid. You got to get out there. I think one last thing I wanted to mention on why we fear being seen is because we've been hurt in the past, like when we've been Mm. vulnerable and we didn't get the response that we were quite expecting. So we're living in that past experience and it's preventing us from being vulnerable with someone in a platonic or romantic relationship. It's preventing us from putting our work out there. It's preventing us from so many things because we are a product of our past and we are putting that experience in the present moment and expecting it to happen again. Mm-hmm. So many of us scared to 
so many of us so preserved that we're scared to show the world we're a gentle soul because yeah. we don't know if people are going to take advantage of that. Yeah. So a lot of times we'll, we'll put on an exterior that's tougher than we actually are because we're scared to be, like you said, vulnerable with the rest of the world or with the community or with your partner mm -hmm. because you don't know how they're going to turn. And it's where we live in, yet often once people find out what your soft spot is, they attack it. So a lot yeah. of times we try to shield ourselves from that by just stepping back and be like, nah, I'd rather just not be seen than be yeah. heard. Yeah, when being vulnerable with the world and in our relationship as well, I think I'm trying to steer away from having expectations, mm -hmm. expecting you know someone to respond this way when I show up, when I am being seen, when I show myself, because expectations rarely meet reality they they rarely yeah, meet rarely. yeah so i think it's important to kind of like let go of expectations and just be and just mm -hmm. be in that present moment and know that at the end you accept you yes you know what i mean you see you that's all that matters you accept you yeah i don't know if that's all that matters though well i mean especially in relationships because i think about whenever we was i would think about like being being blessed enough to be seen by you yeah, but and then if you showed me you and I didn't like it, what do you do then? But you did. <laughs> yeah, but what if I didn't? What then we wouldn't I, be here. Because you accept yourself over my expectations uh, of you. You see what I'm made. saying? Point made, yes. As I said in the beginning, when it comes to being seen, there are so many different layers to it. Mm -hmm. We have being seen by self being seen by society and when i think of like being seen by society it's almost like a creative outlook to me mm -hmm. when i think of being seen like by the world as yeah. a whole and also being seen in relationships i want to start off with talking about being seen by self when you think about that what does that mean to you being able to see yourself it's one of the moments where you be like you come into like bliss like oh my god i'm actually a bookworm i'm actually yeah. this so i'm actually that and you have to accept it and kind of just move with it this is who i am like i'm actually this i'm actually that it's a moment because a lot of times we might be denying ourselves that because you don't necessarily fit the picture of what people believe someone like me who looks like me should be into right you know what i mean so we'll push ourselves to the background just to make other people's vision of us clearer. Yeah. And I think too many times we do that. Yeah, agree. But like it's like I say it's a blissful moment. It's a good thing when you figure out something you do love about yourself. It's also a blissful moment when you figure out something you don't like about yourself. Because ultimately it means you got some room to change if you don't actually want that to be present. Mm-hmm. So that's what it means to me. What about you? I think being seen by self with all these layers of being seen is the most important level yeah. of being seen because when you consciously see yourself, you're able to move within the relationship and, you know, be seen in, in a relationship and be seen by the world as a whole, you know, when it comes to your creative work or whatever mm -hmm. it is you want to do in this world. Um, I think so many of us, like you said, run away from being seen by ourselves because it doesn't align with what society says yeah. I should be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, But being seen by self, what does that mean to me? 
being seen by self is letting go of the labels mm-hmm. that was bestowed upon me. Bestowed upon me. Bestowed upon I me. <laughs> I know it's, it's it's giving Shakespeare. I don't know. Shakespeare. Bestowed <laughs> upon me. It's bestowed upon me. But yeah, like letting go of those labels, letting go of the domestication that that I learned while, you know, growing up and and I mean, I feel like we talk about domestication when we were younger, when we were children, but I think it's something that's still an ongoing thing. Like, everywhere we go, everywhere we yeah, turn, yeah. we're being domesticated. Like, yeah. society is trying to throw a way of thinking, yeah, uh, yeah. beliefs onto us. Yeah. Yes, yes. But ripping myself free of all of those things and actually seeing who I truly am without any labels that was bestowed upon me. <laughs> that, that's really good though what you just said that's really good because it is like that because you have to embrace yourself to become yourself like yeah. you can't keep denying that you like these things you can't keep denying that you like to dress that way you mm-hmm. can't keep denying that you like to eat this way that you don't really like to go to the places that your friends like to go so you can't keep denying it at one point in your life I would hope um, just like I had to come to that realization that I'm Embracing myself is more important than being embraced by anyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you could if you can grasp that and take that in, you can fully be seen by yourself. And it's it's, it's one of those things where like now you finna become your best friend. Yeah. And that's that's a beautiful feeling. It definitely is. When you are able to see yourself, there's a deeper connection to mm-hmm. your soul, to your spirit. Yeah. To your ideas. To your yeah. decisions, like, yes. You stand, you stand firmly on your visions and your dreams when you know yourself. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. You Seeing get, yourself you, is it like knowing yourself really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. When you when you do that, you really do like kind of morph into this being that is just uniquely you. You become an original then. Yeah. You pop out the mold. Yes. You know what I mean? They rip you out of the plastic that they put us all in, and you just pop out something that the world has never seen for real. Yeah. And when you add your own sauce to what you got going on, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who can stop you, kid. At all. No one will be able to stop you. Being seen by self is, like we said before, the most important element, the most important layer. We cannot stress enough how important it is to, I said we, I'm speaking for both of us. We cannot express enough how important it is to spend that time alone journal get to know who you truly are without all of the domestications the labels the the opinions of other people is so important because when you embrace self when you see self and stop running from yourself it's easier to be vulnerable and be visible and seen within relationships when I think about being seen in relationships, I obviously think about our relationship, the relationship I have with you other than the relationship that I have with myself is the most, one of the most, outside of our daughters, of course, is the most intimate relationship that I've ever had in my life. I remember being younger and just wanting to be seen so bad that I was doing things that wasn't myself because I hadn't, one, seen myself yet. Mm-hmm. So I was doing things that really wasn't true to me just to be seen by other people. 
whether it be my mother, whether it be friends, stupid boys, like just doing things that contradicted my soul and my spirit, all to be seen. But I am so grateful that, why am I getting emotional? I'm so grateful that, because we were so young when we got together. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of people don't have this opportunity. They don't experience this. I'm so grateful that at such a young age, it was just something about you. I was able to just be myself with. I didn't even know who I was with yet. Not fully, but when I when we first talked on the phone, I truly <laughs> felt like I felt like I could be myself with you. I felt seen by you. I didn't know it at the time, but I truly felt seen, and I think that's why this relationship has lasted so long because you were able to see me. You made me comfortable. You made me see myself, and I'm grateful to have this relationship with you because it has shaped. The way I see myself, it has shaped the way I move in this world. That, that, that was pretty beautiful. I don't know how to. I, I meant I, I didn't. I didn't see this coming when you when you started your answer. Thank you for that beautiful. I don't even know what to call it. Like, yeah, you you can make you you really made this really emotional real quick. I meant it. I didn't try to, but that's really how I feel. It's uh, God, I don't really know how to follow that up. I can't really follow it up. I echo everything yeah. you say. Like I felt seen when I talked to you. Um, it was a safe aura what we created around each other, and we just kind of rolled it out and still riding it and still making sure that it's cultivated every day. And a lot of times, if you get into a really good relationship, a very healthy relationship like we got, then you ever seen the movies where uh, I can't remember the name of the movie. I there's plenty of movies do it though. Where they have a girl who don't necessarily see beauty in herself mm -hmm. or anything like that, and they go take on a makeover, mm -hmm. and they like do the hair and they do everything, and and then they spin her around and they show her herself in the mirror, mm -hmm. and she just be blown away. <laughs> uh, she just be looking. You remember on Proud Family they did the one girl like that, Zoe. No, the redhead. No, one of the gross sisters. They I didn't do Zoe like that too names. though. But they did one of the gross sisters like that. Yes. And they did Zoe like that. But I think the movie's called Ugly Betty, too. Matter of fact, there's a, bit of a movie called Ugly Betty. They did that. Name. Yeah, I've heard of Ugly Betty before. Yes. That sometimes we don't see our beauty until someone spins us around in that chair and shows us us in a mirror. Mm -hmm. Even though that version of us is not what we actually see when we look in the mirror all the time. But we know it's actually there. You yeah. have to embrace it. In all of those movies, the person never actually stays the person they make them up into, right? True. <laughs> they never do. They go back to who they were. Yeah. But you ultimately still need to see that version of you. There's beauty inside you. Mm -hmm. Even though you wake up days and you might not feel the smartest, the most handsome, the prettiest, things of that nature. That's why knowing yourself is pretty well. But if you get into a healthy relationship like ours, that person will always be there to remind you, hey, you look like this in the mirror. I don't know what you've seen, but this is exactly what I see when I look at you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, relationships are great. Before, that's like the great side of it. The other flip side of it, before you gave me that beautiful uh, message, that I was going to say that I think the relationship with self should be prioritized over anybody else. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we be seeking relationships as like, a way to kind of find yourself in this world. 
you you want to find comfort yeah. in somebody else in community value but, and to validate you yeah yes but that needs to come from self though i think a lot of times we don't value the relationship with ourselves as much as we do the relationships with other people agreed like partners family friends i don't think we value ourselves as high as we value them agreed. their relationship with them mm-hmm. I so can see that. I wish that society, or I want to try to be a person who flips the stigma on being alone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always been viewed as a a downside. Like, I don't got nobody to be with. I'm alone. And this, that, enjoy that part. Do you know how cheap a meal is when you just eat? Bro. <laughs> you, don't, you don't fucking know the blessing you got right now. Yeah. I go out to eat and I buy four meals most times. Yes. <laughs> like, it's, it's $60 <laughs> minimum. Especially the way we eat. The way we eat, 60. You know what I mean? Quick, like, don't let us get fancy. We go to Memphis and go to... uh, No, don't let us go to Curry Leaf. Don't let us get Indian. It'd be like $100. Bro, you hear me for all of us eating. If I go by myself, it's 10 bucks. Yeah. Enjoy being alone, bro. Yeah. A thing, though, I've I've seen... Because, you know, I like to watch YouTube. Mm -hmm. Living Alone Diaries is something that I see a lot. And I'm, I'm happy to see a lot of young people... Like not even young, anybody embrace yeah. that that era of their lives because that's beautiful. Spending that time alone. Another thing I do want to say though is that the relationship that I have with you, like I said before, shaped a lot of my other relationships, and it made me like not put up with shit. Really, yeah. Like that's really what it really what it is. Same thing for me. Um, you did. You you did. It made me not put up with so much. It made me realize that other relationships that I had, which I didn't necessarily deem healthy or unhealthy, but you helped me unconsciously realize they were unhealthy. Yeah. The way I was getting treated in those yep, relationships. Same, same. Uh, it's like it's you when you yourself. Sometimes having a partner, uh, platonic or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. or romantic. Having a partner to be able to look over it is such a blessing because they see what you can't see. Yes. It's almost like a coach from the side. As you're playing the game, the mm-hmm. coach can see everything that's going on. Like, hey, kid, you know, they playing you this way. All you need to do is go do this. You know what yeah. I mean? A partner can really save you sometimes. A lot of times when we were, especially when we are young yeah. or just finding ourselves, we don't know what we like. We often find what we dislike before we find what we like. True. So we're in situations and we be like, I really don't like being over here. I really don't like being around them. I really don't like that conversation. But what confuses us is because we don't have something to replace it with that what we like. Mm. But when we know ourselves, then we can place it with something that we like. Yeah. But so often in life, we early on, we find what we dislike before we find what we like. Yeah. And I think it's because we find ourselves later. Mm. in life yeah so that's that's what it is for me yeah agree i think too with being seen by self it'll allow you to tap into your intuition right mm-hmm. like so like you just said i don't really i don't really like this over here like it'll, yeah, it'll yeah. allow you to read the room it'll allow you to really like think about that particular relationship think about going over there with these type of people you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it, it because you understand your value you understand your worth because you seen you yeah. so That'll really help you, like, within relationships. Because, like you said, I do. I think it's important to know what you do like. But I do think it's just as important to know, no, like, yeah, I don't fuck with this. Yeah, yeah. That's what kind of molds what you do like. Yeah. I can remember back in the day, I didn't, like, you know, I grew up 
a, a little ghetto boy, you walk into our places or whatever, we was kicking it at, and you used to be a cloud of smoke in the room. You know, they breaking down over here, they doing whatever, it's just smoke everywhere. Yeah. Even as a kid, I used to say, I used to always branch, branch off and like go outside for fresh really? air. I've always had a thing for fresh air. I never knew it though. Mm. Never knew. I hate, to this day, I, I still hate smoke. Like, yeah. not just like weed smoke, just anything. Any smoke, yeah. I have a thing about clean air. Yeah, you know I feel I mean? that. My grandma used to smoke cigarettes, and I used to, I literally remember, like, like not I can't remember exactly what was what I was saying, but I literally remember like not really liking that smoke. Yeah. And I know my grandma, I probably got on her nerves. I remember coming <laughs> home after we like talked about cigarettes at school. I remember coming home and showing her like, look, this is what the lungs of somebody who don't smoke look like, and this is what the lungs of somebody who do smoke look like. She probably hated my look at those strings. But yeah, ditto on that fresh air thing. Yeah, but see, but that's the dislike, right? I knew early on I disliked smoke. I didn't know what I liked, but I stepped outside enough to start to realize I like to be outside. You know what I mean? You like to be outside like, like in like fresh air, like with the nature. Fresh air with nature. I don't mm, like bugs though. You I don't like hate bugs. bugs. But I do like to be outside in nature. We go on picnics and, we and love shit picnics. like that. I like to go outside and just sit, bro. Just find me a good park bench. And just fucking sit. Bro. I can't wait for great weather so we can yeah. go have a picnic. That fall weather again. You know, I can't wait for that to come Spring. back. Spring. Spring gonna next. come first. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that weather, but I didn't know for years why I liked to, to just like feel the wind on my body. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just taking in fresh air. But again, like I said, I knew the negative. It took me a while to find the positive though. Agree. I think in the Today's society, especially with everything being so accessible when it comes to like wellness and spirituality, really anything, everything is so accessible. And I think specifically speaking about wellness and knowing yourself, I think we try to like rush that particular feeling, rush that particular state of our lives. And really, all you got to do is just live. Like, you know what I'm saying? You a little mm-hmm. get away from the hood at that. Like, yeah, that you didn't is. really know. You nah. weren't super conscious of it. But you like, okay, I like I like this fresh air. Because it's not that serious. Like, it's yeah. not that deep. Just take your time. Like, I know you see these routines online and everything looks perfect. And, you know, it seemed that everybody got it all figured out. I don't even got shit. No one nah. in this world has everything, everything figured, figured out. out. No. So, when it comes to knowing you and seeing yourself, take it slow. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to take time and just live life, experience, yeah. for it, like be conscious of what you don't like, what you do like. Like, that's it. Yeah. And you'll find your people along the way. I remember Agreed. I used to break away when like the party or the function got to that manner. I would break away and I used to just walk through the hood. It used to be, it used to be like two in the morning or, or whatever it might be. It'd be it would Sometimes that would be the only time it would be quiet outside. And I just mm. go out and just look at the stars and, and the trees at night. No I know my mama on <laughs> me, like, it's crazy. And just look at the stars. And I started to find my community. My cousin actually, one time I broke off and I, I looked back and he was like walking behind me, Tyron. Mm. Yeah. And we just walked and talked. We were just hitting blocks and walking and talking about life. And we, at this point, we little ghetto kids. We had never even saw the ocean. Yeah. Like we had never felt water from the ocean. All we know is our little concrete hood, like in our little dirt place. <laughs> right. We ain't never seen no water in our lives. Bro. So we like, man, I wonder what the ocean feel like and yeah. shit like that. Um, but I say that because 
again, I, I, I recognize the negative, found the positive. Me and him then started to take these walks together. But I just go over to his house or he come to my house and we just get me at night and we just walk and just talk about whatever. Or just not even talk and just look at the stars. That's really beautiful. I never even knew that. Yeah, we used to do that. We did. We even we used to do it so much, we found the street that we liked the stars the most on. And we just walked <laughs> up and down that street. Like, it, it was cool. It was cool. That's beautiful. Life, life, life can be beautiful at times with nothing, man. Yeah. We ain't had nothing, but it was a beautiful time, though, sometimes. Mm-hmm. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. The new year is here, and I think so often we focus on what went wrong and what we want to improve on, and we don't put enough emphasis on what's going right in our lives and what we like killing it at. One thing that I'm really grateful and proud of that I've been sticking to is that I've been spending that time with myself more and more every day. Starting therapy is definitely one of my highs in the past couple of years. It helped me hone in on who I truly am. It allowed me to let go of so many of the things that I was attached to, the identities, the expectations, and I just blossomed into more of who I'm meant to be. So with the new year among us, keep your mental health in check and give better help a try. Everything is done online. It fits your lifestyle. It's flexible if you want a morning session, night session, however you think it fits your schedule better, they can work around that. You fill out a brief survey and get matched with a licensed therapist, someone who can hear you. And if you want to, you can switch therapies at any time, no charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com FTHH to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash FTHH. You know, as we used to take these walks, we spoke about our dreams, our visions, our ideas. But when we got older, we were a little more hesitant to do them out of the fear of being seen by society. Yeah, the fear of being seen by society is that that judgment on what I just said. Your personal ideas, your personal vision, your dream. Once you let it out there, you know, I don't. I don't I'm not gonna say people have the right to judge it or whatnot, but it will. It will be perceived. For sure. Once it's out there, it will be perceived. And I think that's the biggest fear with society is that our ideas will be rejected. And mm. when you call my ideas stupid, I gave birth to that. Right. So am I stupid? Right. You know what I mean? That's what you feel like. Yeah. When your dream fails, your vision fails, am I a failure then? Yeah. You tie it's right personal. back to you. It's personal. It's your kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you literally birthed it. Yeah. You put out into the world. The fear of society blocks us um at every turn if we allow it. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know if I've ever... I don't know that I've ever been afraid to put myself out there creatively. I remember being in middle school and everybody wanted, knew I wanted to be a singer. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. Like, I was a princess of so-so death. <laughs> it was written on all of my folders. Knew like, it. everybody knew that. You always had that confidence, I tell you that. Even though, like you said, you didn't necessarily see it in yourself. It's always been there. People have always known. Yeah. I, I used to sing all the time. And even when I started my YouTube channel, I don't remember ever. Mm, I t mm, see, I'm saying that. And now that I think about it, because I, I wasn't scared to put that creative work out. I wasn't afraid to do it. I wasn't necessarily being afraid be, 
being afraid of being seen by society. However, and even to this day, <laughs> I'm laughing about it because it's so silly. <laughs> even to this day, I fear, I don't like people who I actually know or who used to oh, know yeah, me yeah. to see my creative work. And then don't tell me you you, you watch my video. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, God, no. <laughs> but I think the reason for that is because I believe that who I am now doesn't align with these the person I used to be, and the, and the person mm -hmm. that these people used to know. Yeah, yeah. They and used so that, to seeing in you. Yeah, so that yeah. scares me. That scares me. I remember we was just, I was just at the um, grocery store the other day, and one of the one of our favorite employees, Hannah, she was like, "Yeah, I seen." She even said she was like, "Y'all popped up on my TikTok, and I felt like, oh my god, I was in y'all space, and I feel like I shouldn't be seeing this. Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I was invading y'all privacy." And I was just like, "It's so funny that you say that because I don't like people." that I know to see <laughs> to tell me you can watch it this is literally what I told her I was like you can see it but don't tell me you saw it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you seen it it, it be like that like you said they have a version of you that they know and then you are always evolving so it's always like a contrast between the two yeah so it's easy to get into that like fraud culture like yes. you think I'm not who I say I am because I don't yeah. look like what I used to look like no more mm. but that the society one is really, really tricky because, like I say, it's your friends, it's family. It's like it's certain things that you just don't want society to see. Like your family can see your car and know it, but some you might not want society to see what you drive. Your family can come to your house, but you might not want society to know how your house looks and things like that. It's certain things we hide from society to preserve ourselves, to, to I guess, void away some type of hurt. That might potentially come from it. Judgment. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah what I mean? Judgment. That comes from it. Because society, the society we have here in America, I can't speak about it for the rest of the world, but I know here in America we have a society that pushes now, now, now. Have it all. Go get it all. Absolutely. It pushes greed. So yes. when you don't have the things that they push for, it could ultimately make you feel a certain way. We don't have a society that preaches patience. You know what I mean? That preaches for you to be yourself and take your time and slow down. We don't really have that society going on. Agreed. So I think that's why a lot of people shield away from putting anything out there is because they don't have what society says they should have. Yeah. I think also, too, putting yourself out there, it is really intimate. Yeah, it, it is. It is really vulnerable. Because in a scary thing about... Hear me out, because this is going to sound really bad. The scary thing about putting yourself out there, especially your music, your mm -hmm. TikToks, your YouTube video, your podcast, your art, you don't know who's watching on the internet. Mm -mm. Like, y'all can see me, but I can't see y'all. And that's the scary part about it. So you, from there on out, like, you think about how people are going to be judging you and all the opinion, opinions. But the thing about opinions and judgment, people are going to have an opinion Either way it go. Yeah, They're going to have an yeah, opinion yeah. if you do nothing. Yeah. They're going to judge you if you do absolutely nothing. So you might as well do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. That's, I know that ain't as you know spiritual as, as somebody might want to put it. But you, yeah, it is as simple as you might as well go and do that shit because they're going to say that shit. They're going to like... And, and, and not everybody is going to like you. I had to mm -hmm. like deal... Not really deal, but I had to... Tell myself that, like, not everyone is gonna like you, and that's okay. I'm not yeah. everybody cup of tea. No, nah, people got whole, like, when you do something and you're good enough at it, or just not good enough at it, or you just are yourself. People got whole hate clubs, bro, <laughs> dedicated to people. Like, you can probably go to Instagram and search for a LeBron James hate club. Yeah, and I bet you it has 
tens of thousands of followers, bro. Yeah. And every day they just rip that man apart yeah. for playing basketball. Yeah, literally, I've I've had hate videos. Like you've had a hate video, you know what I mean? Like there will always be a group of people willing to, like, just go against you. And yeah. I've I've never seen somebody accomplish something great, and they didn't have some type of like adverse adversity, backlash, yeah. judgment, or just all thinking towards what they do. And um, it's weird because it's hella weird. It's especially weird to people like us, me, Re, and I. I I believe you too is listening. We don't involve ourselves in areas we don't like. Yeah. We don't like it's weird. Like if you don't like it over here, why why are you yeah, why are you here? Why are you here? Like literally How did you get here, baby? I've had negative comments on like videos or like podcasts, whatever the case may be, and it's like, how did you find me? Like how yeah, why are you here? I'm a small corner of the net. Bruh. How did you reach here? And then why you didn't just skip past it? Why didn't you just just click away? You know what I mean? Just roll right past it. I don't, again, like, I would never know why a LeBron James hater follows LeBron James. But so they, they do. <laughs> but they do. But so they, they do can so hate. they can hate. Like, I would never know why a hate club follows somebody. I would never understand your emotion in going around an environment you don't like. Yeah, like, you obviously, your intentions are to be hateful. And, and, and for that reason, I am out. And for that reason... I'm I'm out. Out. <laughs> hey, who watched Shark Tank? I was on a man. We love Shark. Tank. I was on a. We both was on a Shark Tank like binge for a binge, little while. But I ain't watching the minute though. But it's still shit we love though. I still love a good Shark Tank episode. Love, love Mark Tank. Cuban. Love Mark Cuban. Who your favorite on there? Mark? I don't know if it's Mark or um. What's my boy? Damon. Can, it ain't Damon. No, Damon is my boy. I like Damon. No, um, the. The ball, he kind of balled in the middle. Kevin, Kevin O'Reilly. Is that I like Kevin. I don't know his. I don't think I it's think, O'Reilly. Is, is it all right? Is you sure? I don't know if it's O'Reilly. No, because there's another person on there whose name is kind of like Iris. Why I'm saying all right? I don't know. Why. It, it may be some, but Kevin is a monster. I love Kevin, bro. I like Kevin too. I used to hate Kevin, but he is ho. <laughs> he is comedy. He is so entertaining. He did. He used to be what I used to. Hate, bro. And them deals, he be robbing folks. It be seeming like he robbing, <laughs> it, but really he just be want to get his money back fast, and like he don't give a damn what happened to you after that. He be like, "Here's what I'm gonna offer you. I'm gonna offer you. I'm gonna <laughs> offer you twenty percent. I'm gonna give you the hundred thousand. Give you hundred thousand. Twenty percent. I'm gonna pay me back at a royalty and per purchase in perpetuity. Perpetuity. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perpetuity for me. <laughs> that means forever. He eat that ass <laughs> up on a deal, but he will. But at least. He be himself out front about it. At least he is being himself. Other folks will put it in the contract. You won't even know. Exactly. But, yeah. Shout out to all the Shark Tank lovers out there. Yeah. Back to the barn, though. Back to the barn. Or is it back from the barn? Back from the barn. Back from the barn. Meanwhile, back from the barn. Meanwhile, back from the barn. I can't even remember that woman's name, but shout out to my teacher, man. So, yeah, you have to push past the hate that people do. You know, have confidence in yourself. Be patient. Things are going to work out in your favor if you slow down and study yourself and study what you do. Master craft, master, master self. self. Yeah. Knew that was coming, huh? Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dislike you a lot. <laughs> but with that hate, we gotta work through that fear. Yes. Right? You have to work your way through that. Agreed. Like it's no it's no way around it. You gotta say fuck that shit and go right into it. Agreed. Working Working through the fear of being seen is so 
so important. And the first thing I want to say is that fear has a bad rap. When we talk about fear, it's always in a negative connotation, but yeah. fear is actually good. Yeah. If something is scaring you, not in a literal sense, like, you know, a bear, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, the life that you want to live, mm -hmm. that relationship, putting your work out there, if, if that is scaring you, that's amazing because that means it's out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And it's... It also means you're present, too, because you can feel the fear. Mm. Fear has to be present for you to actually be alive, bro. Mm, I love that. Fear has to be present in order for you to be alive. But if you're feeling fear, it's definitely a good thing. That means it's different from what you're used to. That means that you're about to embark on a breakthrough. That means yeah. you're about to do the things that you need to do to get to the next level of your life. Yeah, fear, fear. And like you said, it's a beautiful thing. Ash was scared when he took off on his journey. Who was Ash? From Pokemon. Ash. Ash Ketchum. He was scared when he took off on that journey. Remember the first time he had Pikachu? He cried with little Pikachu. I have no memory of this. Damn, dog. You don't remember it like that. But I did love Pokemon. Pokemon I'm sad I can't shit. remember it. Pikachu cried. Like, Pikachu didn't want to go with him. Remember, he was real mean to Ash in the beginning. He used to electrocute him all the time. I don't remember. You don't remember that? But I was a little deeper into it than you were. Clearly, because I had the cards and everything. My boy had a snapback. That's part of the reason why I be with the snapback community right now. He had the snapback on. He turned the hat to the back when he got down on somebody. But he was a beast. But there was fear on both sides, but they walked the journey together, and it was beautiful at the end. Yeah. Shout, shout out to anybody that, that, that fucked with that Pokemon back in the day. Shout out to anybody. Did you have cards? Yeah, I said I had cards, yeah. Yeah, I definitely had cards. I had cards, but apparently was I was... You were, wait, you were stealing the cards? Yes, at a Walmart. It was too easy. I remember... I remember... Uh, it was too easy. I remember we was like... My cousin Cash, right? Of course, you know Cash. Yes, I know Cash. Uh, he was like my role model for the longest in my life. He was like stealing. He was like... Y'all niggas be paying for him? He was like, nigga. <laughs> Bro, seriously. <laughs> he was like, all y'all got to do is like, it's a plastic gun. You rip it open and you take the cards out and put them in your pocket. Like, you don't even take the, the thing with it. It's Hold so up. easy. I'm pissed because you be on my head. From when I used to steal lip gloss from Walmart and you steal the Pokemon cards. I wanted to preserve how I looked. To you, and see, ladies so and gentlemen, this is why you can't give a fuck what people will say because he on my head judging me, perceiving me for stealing lip gloss, and he been stealing Pokemon cards. I, we, we did it. We we ripped them so we like <laughs> we I'm talking my pockets full of Pokemon cards. We walk out of Walmart. We get home like we bust them all down. Like oh look what I got in my pack. Would you? And then after you wear down, you know the uh, endorphins or what it's called, the adrenaline. Calm the adrenaline. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. We in the room crying. <laughs> Me, Trent, TJ, we in the room crying. I never cried for my lip. I never felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> my lip See, that's why we different, bro. So I'm back on my high horse. That's why we different. Man, we cried. We was like, man, let's go pray. <laughs> nah, we stole that lip gloss. We never prayed. We ain't repent. We, didn't we went in the room and prayed because we stole them Pokemon cards. Dang, my I'm literally wiping tears out of my eyes right yeah, now, y'all. I cannot. Yeah, Before yeah. I was informed of this man stealing um Pokemon cards, I was gonna say, you know, we hear this quote all the time and it's really cheesy. I feel like I've seen it in Hobby Lobby on like little room decor, but feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm, good. Feel the fear good. and do it anyway. I think 
that's a level of strength that you just don't know you got until you get past that fear, bro. Mm-hmm. Sports reference. I ain't did a sports reference in a long you time. You mentioned LeBron Hate Club. It was a ago. sports reference, but I'm talking about even before that though. It's been a minute since I mentioned one. Yeah. Right. I think so. So, like with NBA players, they'll mention like they they work out all summer. The ones who actually care about this shit, they work out all summer. But even though they work out all year, there's a difference between being in game shape and in shape in the summer. The biggest mm. difference is because when you play the game of basketball in front of 17,000 people, you playing with a little anxiety. Okay. You breathe different. You sweat a little harder. You can't simulate that in the summer. So what I mean, you got to have that little bit of fear in you. Anxiety is kind of like a level of fear. Yeah, it is sure. a version of fear. If you ain't got that in the room, then you it's not the same. It's sweat feel different. You breathe different because this mistake in front of 20,000 people. Right. And another million watching at home. Yeah. It's different. Like you can't substitute that. Yeah. So you have to go through the fear to hit a level you only know you got, bro. Yeah. And and just generally speaking, when we're talking about practicing something versus actually doing that thing, it is a huge difference because I remember back when I was younger and I used to get picked on, I used to be in the shower practicing what I'm going to say if they say this, right? But then when the time actually came, I stood up for myself. I ain't going to cap, but... It, 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 it came off yeah, a little yeah. different. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. definitely a difference in practicing versus playing the game. Yeah, love yeah. love the sports reference. What? Love that. What? <laughs> We're going to have a sports show then. We're not going to have a sports show. You're going to have a sports show. I have to dismiss myself. But in any type of like, if you want to put a practical sense of like getting it out of that fear, take it in small batches then. Like, show up when you want to. Pop out for a little while, and then we coming back to the comfort zone. And each mm. time you go back and forth, you'll find a little comfort in both. You know what I mean? Until you're fully ready and prepared to step out there. You know what I mean? I love that. You don't you don't start at Madison Square Garden. You start, like, ironically, small stages to get to the big stage. Right. You take a small stage. You perform on a small stage to get to the bigger stages. Yeah. You know what I mean? It Take your time with it. That's one way to do it. The other way is like a flat out fuck it, cannonball right in. You know what I mean? You jumping head first and fuck it. Everybody gonna know. You know you gonna be seen in every part of you. Every piece of your being finna be seen. That's one strategy. Like they finna know every part of you. Every where the sun don't shine. Not That's where the what, sun don't shine. Like you ever seen a video where somebody like I'm just exposing myself. I did this and I. Ooh, they just put it all out there at once. Yeah. Versus you know artists. As an artist like me, if you listen to my music, you will gradually hear all the pain and experience that mm. I had. I don't just throw it out in one song, you know what I mean? But in each song, you can get a little sprinkle of everything that right. I've been through, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's the method I chose to go with, but you can do it any way you please. I love that. I think a way to work through the fear, actively, consciously work through the fear of being seen, is to feel safe within ourselves. Mm-hmm. We all do just want to feel safe. Yeah, for sure. We want to be safe, and we have to find that safety within us. And I think a way to find that safety within you is just knowing you. Yeah. Connecting to source. hmm And yeah. connecting with self. And reassuring yourself. I used to have a saying... I don't say I used to. I still go to it every now and then. But when I was going through my the the mental episode of um, maybe twenty twenty, I think it was twenty twenty or twenty twenty two, can't really remember the year. I had a saying that there's no danger in me 
all around me. Mm. And I used to like, like when my anxiety was high, they used to calm me down, let me know like everything inside me like is okay. My environment is safe. I'm safe. Yeah. Let's go handle business. Whatever we came to do, whatever I, I, I'm sitting to do right now, let's calm down and we can get through this. I love that. I am safe. Or what did you say? There's no danger in me or, or around, around me. me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm safe. What I have inside of me, this is cool. Like, letting this out is good. It's not dangerous, what I'm saying. Like, despite what I may think they going to think of it, this is safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times, too, like we have been saying throughout this whole episode, we care too much about what people think. Mm-hmm. We we create this narrative in our heads of what we believe people are going to say about us. And yeah. like you've said before, like no one's talking. Most of the time. People yeah, be yeah. talking. People but be talk- a lot of times, like no one No one's is talking paying about attention. what you're t- talking yeah. about. Like, it'd be, yeah. It'd be one of them things like you think everybody that you see can see it immediately when they see you. Yeah. And they can't. Bro. Yeah, try not to read people's minds because we don't know what that person is thinking and regardless of what they're thinking or if they're even thinking anything, they're going to think what they want and you can't control that. So release that. Mm -hmm. And that has helped me like stop caring so much about what people are saying or what people are thinking or what, Mm -hmm. like whether they're judging me or not. Like, I don't like, it's okay. I don't care. Yeah, it is what it is. I am who I am. It's like in society, we be going through, you going through the store and you like, oh God, I hope this person doesn't see my big ass pimple. The person walking yes. past you is like, oh my God, I hope they don't see my big ass ears. <laughs> like, like both <laughs> right. of y'all, like, both of y'all hoping neither one of y'all sees the thing and y'all don't even really notice it. Yeah. yeah and y'all don't even notice each other when y'all walk past. Y'all could have just said hi or whatever, been gentle with each other or yeah. had a common thing. But instead, y'all so in y'all head about the other person seeing what you're going to be exposed to that now that y'all just kind of like did a little awkward. Yeah. A little awkwardness now. We got to get out of our heads, we bro. Do. We got to get out of our heads. And I I think back to being a child and wanting to be liked by certain people and are caring so much about their opinion about me. And it's like, make sure that the people, if you give any fucks about people's opinion, make sure it's at least people who you aspire. Yeah, yeah. Like, make sure their values at least align with yours mm-hmm. because it's just like, you know, consider the source. Like, yeah, they over here talking, but like... Consider, yeah, you consider the source. Consider yeah, the yeah. source. Like, they like over that. here talking, but I don't even want to live my life the way they live in their life. Like, it don't... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so, what you think of me don't matter. It don't you, matter. You know, I'm not trying to put you in my circle, get you around me yeah. or anything like that. So, why... And like your your opinion truthfully holds no weight around here. Holds player. no value. None at all. Like so, like you said, consider the source of who it is. Bro. Yes, they don't. If you do well or you do bad, they you really don't give a fuck regardless what you yeah. do, bro. Them people over there that's coming, they don't give a fuck if you do well or I said succeed. They don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah, they don't. So let's not give a fuck about them. Yeah, and you don't give a fuck about. And that's said you don't give a fuck about them. I care about every being, some less than others. <laughs> Shut some up. Less than but I don't necessarily care what goes on in your life, bro. If you wanna you wanna start being a, a a nude model because you look that good naked, I won't judge you, bro. Go ahead and do you. You're hilarious. Like, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and do you. Whatever you wanna be. A foot model. Yeah. For all I care. 
I don't care, bro. Do you? You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna judge you harshly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it just go back to considering the source. You know, find your way. If you were, if you an aggressive person and and you don't like them folks over there, then say fuck them. If you a gentle person, then say hey, you know they they might not know themselves, so they project on the other people. Yeah. Oh, that's another one. People yeah. don't know themselves. People don't be knowing themselves. They do not know themselves. So Most people. You know most, I mean? That's one of our vibe clips. Most people, I literally, one of our vibe clips is most people do not know themselves. So why would I give a fuck what anybody else thinks? Yeah, they don't. Like, so literally, it's easy for people who don't know themselves to judge people who are are themselves or trying to find themselves. The, the, the man who has the most to comment about people usually is the defeated and broke man. Yeah, agreed. Like, on broke, on broke energy, like on some real broke shit. Like, what's broke energy for the people who don't know? People don't know. Broke energy is like, in our culture, like we say broke, I, I, I say our culture, like American culture, he broke, he ain't got no money. Right. But truly broke is meaning that the society, the system they've built around you has broken you to where you can't even compete for yourself anymore. Ooh. You are now officially broken. You broke. Yeah. Like, and now your problem now is you watching other people who not broke and you cheering broke on to break them. Yes. You hoping that it breaks them so they yes. can come sit next to you. Yeah. Type shit. You, misery loves company. Misery type loves thing. company. Yeah. Like broke people want to see more broke people. Yeah. And and that is a cycle you got to get out of. Agreed. You know what I mean? Don't be nowhere. When I say get out of, I mean literally if they if they around you in that area, find any way to get to a different area, bro. Facts. Whatever you got to do to break away from the cycle of brokenness, please do. Because it's, it's some broke-ass folks out here, y'all. I'm telling you. Stay away from all forms of broke shit. That's spiritual, physical, whatever it might be. Them folks is broken, bro. They not functioning the way you function, bro. So mm-hmm. don't let them people hold any weight in your life at all. Agreed. So, like I said, like I said break away from them people. I know we have a... Man, lay a lot on y'all. I want to break y'all minds. <laughs> On this on this subject, so we are gonna let the church be a is it adjourned? I feel like it's adjourned. No, that's like the court adjourned. Well, yeah. When I, I think church it's over court. with, they say some. It be like mm, no. I can't. I can't. I can't. This remember. This is church though. This is this church. church. And Pastor this Tim. Pastor Tim, what did you? You got a line? No, I can't remember what I said. <laughs> so I can't. It's some. You got it's a bar. Some. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Pastor Tim, clocking out, y'all. First Lady Re. First Lady Ree, we are clocking out. We, I'm going to do the, in, the outro this time. Let me just say, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but be blessed. Do good in this world. Do good to yourself as well. Mm. Make sure you calm down. Look, you're going to have a pretty, I want to say this, you're going to have a pretty long life. Mm-hmm. You're not a drug dealer for the cartel. You're not a getaway driver. More than likely, your life will be long. You got time. To figure it out. You got time to get everything right that you want to get right. Don't get rushed into doing anything. I never seen a man run with coffee and not end up stained. Ooh. You'll be okay. Just sip that coffee calmly, bro. You'll be all right in this world. Yeah. Yeah. You did an amazing job, honey. Thank you. I don't know if I was up to re-standards. What is, what is a re-standard? Just the end. The, the, what you usually say? I'm sending you. I'm still gonna say so it. Peace, I cannot so end much, it without saying. No, it. I ended it. You're not saying it. I'm sending you so much <laughs> peace, 
so much love, so much abundance, and everything you need in this moment. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Peace. Because we got to say bye.